For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, no baseball on the podcast today. It's all college football. My Tuesday card looks like it's going to go two and two. It's not over yet. I cash on the Blue Jays and the Rangers, first five under the four and a half. Max Scherzer got the job done for me. I cash on game two of the doubleheader between the White Sox and the Royals. Right now, they're in the ninth inning, and they've already scored 20 runs, and I had the over nine, so that was an easy winner. Wish they could have got me one more in the first game. Wish I would have bet the first five over in the first game. The White Sox score five runs at the bottom of the first. I was ready to light up a victory cigar, but in the end, it finishes 6-2, to two, and I lose by the half a run. Then on the nightcap here, I was trying to fade Lance Lynn. Doesn't look like it's going to work out for me. As I record this, I'm currently down 4 nothing, but it's not over quite yet. So I'll update the show notes with the official results once it does go final. But now, let's get to the card for college football. Year to date, my first four picks are eight and four. I went three and one each of the first two weeks. Then last week, I lost the juice going two and two. The big star of the show so far is you guys. Yes, on Twitter, after I make my first four bets, you have the opportunity to go to Twitter, back the top play. I add the extra unit. And so far, you guys are knocking it out of the park. You cashed on Notre Dame. You cashed on Utah. You cashed on Iowa. So you guys are 3-0. and If I do my job this week, I'll give you at least one winner on the card, and maybe we can go to 4-0. So let's get to it. I normally have favorites. This week, I have four underdogs on my card. It's just an interesting week of college football. Let's start with the best of the bunch, in my opinion. It's South Alabama plus the seven and a half at Oklahoma State. So laying a foundation here, Phil Steele in his preseason power poll ranks South Alabama 44th. He ranked Oklahoma State 50th. So right there, you know we're in for a good game. At Oklahoma State, they're doing something interesting this year. I've heard of a quarterback rotation before, but they're taking it to the next level. They're rotating three quarterbacks. Yes, they've done that for the first two weeks, and they plan to do it here in week number three. And keep in mind, it was the quarterback position that kind of turned the fortunes of the Cowboys season last year. They opened 6-1. and They were a really, really good football team. They beat ranked teams in Texas and Baylor. Their lone loss early in the season was in overtime at TCU. After they lost their quarterback, the wheels of the bus came off. They finished just 1-5. This year, the trio is working, though. They're 2-0 so far. They beat Central Arkansas by 14. They won at Arizona State last week by 12. Meanwhile, South Alabama enters this game 1-1 on the season. They lost by 20 at Tulane as a six-point underdog. In that game, the Jaguars turned it over five times, so they're going to need to protect the pigskin much better to win today, or on Saturday, I should say. They also gave up big chunk plays. They allowed five pass completions between 33 and 48 yards. That's something I don't think the trio of quarterbacks for Oklahoma State will do in this game. 
The Jaguars are the fourth most experienced team in all of college football. They have 18 starters back, 78 lettermen returning. They won 10 games a season ago. They're the top dog in the Sun Belt, and they just missed a Power 5 victory at UCLA last year, losing by a single point. Getting more than a touchdown? You can give me South Alabama. I'm all over the Jaguars, plus the 7.5 at Oklahoma State. Game number two on the card. Oh, boy, it's another good one. It's West Virginia, plus the one against Pittsburgh. So it's time for another edition of the Backyard Brawl. Separated by only 70 miles, it's good to see this game on the schedule again. Last year was the first meeting in over a decade. Pittsburgh won a thriller in overtime, 38-31. to Both teams enter this game 1-1 one one on the season. Pittsburgh lost to Cincinnati by six last week and gave up a ton of yards on the ground. Meanwhile, West Virginia lost in their season opener at Penn State by 23. Head coach Neil Brown, seed in Morgantown, well, it's been hot for far too long. This game is huge for him and the program. Most numbers say to play Pittsburgh, but toss the numbers out. This is a rivalry. This is a revenge spot. This is a back-against-the-wall game. West Virginia wins this one. Give me the Mountaineers, plus the one over the Panthers. Next up on the card, it's a Big Ten team. It's Purdue, plus the two and a half against Syracuse. So please note, I am the guy that has a future bet to the under on Purdue in the Big Ten. So this isn't my favorite Big Ten team. But I think the wrong team is favored in this game. Syracuse is potentially without their starting right tackle, potentially without their first team, all ACC tight end, and they were shaky on the offensive line to begin with. Then when it comes to Purdue, we know they struggled against Fresno State in the opener. But what I also know is they held Virginia Tech to just 11 yards rushing on the ground last week. Ryan Walters was the defensive coordinator at Illinois before becoming the head coach at Purdue, and he knows how to coach that side of the football. I think the Boilermakers' defense will be improving. Syracuse won last year, 32-29, in a thriller. It's payback time on Saturday. It's a revenge spot. I like revenge spots. So give me the Boilermakers, plus the two and a half, at home over Syracuse. Next up on the card, it's Miami of Ohio, plus the 14 and a half at Cincinnati. So at Buffalo Beat here on Twitter, provided this one to me at a plus 16 and a half. I'm only getting plus 14 and a half, but I'm still over that two touchdown number that I like. Cincinnati ranks 128th on the experience chart. Miami of Ohio ranks 15th. This game is a coach's nightmare with a young team at Cincinnati coming off a big road win at Pittsburgh with their Big 12 debut against Oklahoma next week with an experienced in-state opponent playing the game of the year. Yes, that's what we call a trap game. It has all of the elements of a trap game. So Cincinnati, you better be careful in this one. And I was high on the Red Hawk defense when they opened the season at Miami of Florida as a 16.5-point underdog. Keep that in mind here, too. Miami of Florida, Cincinnati, basically open with the same number against these uh, Red Hawks. They got crushed in that game 38-3. to But after watching the Hurricanes score 48 points against Texas A&M, I'm willing to forgive the Red Hawks. This one is much closer than the Bearcats want to see. So I'm going to grab the 14 and a half with Miami of Ohio on the road at Cincinnati. 
Then your bonus bet this week, it is a team total. I'm on the Iowa Hawkeyes, over 34 and a half points against Western Michigan. So number one here, the coaching staff has that contract incentive to score 25 points or more per game at Iowa, 325 total points for the season. They're 0 for 2 so far. They scored 24 points against Utah State. They scored 20 points at Iowa State, including a defensive touchdown. So they're currently averaging 22 points per game. Syracuse scored 48 points on Western Michigan last week. The Broncos D has just two starters back this year, and they were ranked by Phil Steele 133rd out of 133 teams in FBS coming into the year. The Hawkeyes haven't scored 35 points since 2021 against Maryland, but that changes on Saturday. I'm all over Iowa over the 34 and a half points against Western Michigan. So let's recap my card for Saturday. My first four plus the bonus bet. I'm going to be on South Alabama plus the seven and a half at Oklahoma State. I'm on West Virginia in the backyard brawl plus the one against Pittsburgh. I'm on Purdue plus the two and a half against Syracuse. I'm on Miami of Ohio plus the 14 and a half at Cincinnati, and I am on the Iowa Hawkeyes, the bonus bet here, over 34 and a half team points against Western Michigan. So that's your card for college football, my first four and the bonus bet. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.